Well, let's see. Get started here. Let's do it. Let's do it. We are live. I'll pull us up. We are ready. Ready, set, go! Welcome to This Week in MTG with your hosts, Matt, Danny, Anthony, and Big G. Hello and welcome, Magic Folk, to episode 195 of This Week in MTG, your aggregate news podcast for all things Magic the Gathering. For your hosts, I'm Matt. There's Danny. What's up? You got the OGs this week. Yep, the other guys felt sorry for themselves and decided to stay home. Yep, so uh, no just Anthony. Or not sorry, they just felt scared. Scared. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the correct term would be. They, uh, yeah, scared. I like the idea. They're scared. They're running away, tails between their legs. They're like, we can't, we can't deal with Danny and Matt. It's too much. And we, we know that both of them will listen to this. So we're going to get some shit thrown our way in a couple days. They'll probably listen to us live or they'll probably pop in. Maybe. I think if anybody, Anthony would pop in a little later, he got his work thing that he's dealing with. True. New, new new technology, new, uh, whatever system that they got. POS is being POS. (laughs) I feel like that's a, a very justified naming convention there for that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just Danny and I tonight to give you all the news that you ever want for the, this week in the Magic Sphere. So uh, we're we're glad that you decided to join us. We want to take a moment at the beginning of the episode here to express our thank yous to you, dear listener, for taking your time out of your day, clicking on this episode, whether you be watching live or just during the week at whatever time is most convenient for you. The fact that you clicked on it and are listening to us, it means a lot. We're very thankful for that. You know, like with all the other other MTG podcasts out there, you chose this one. It means a lot to us. We appreciate your support and your feedback of any kind, and we want you to know that we are striving to improve and make this podcast the best that it can be. We could not do this without you, and we're grateful for your continued support. So from all of us here at This Week in MTG, thank you. We also need to give another thank you to the patrons of this podcast. Their monetary support goes to hosting the website and podcast feed, buying packs and cards for the monthly Patreon giveaways. So a big, ginormous thank you to Wade97, Me the Fox, Noah, Slade, Nikki, No Modifier, Jacob, Christian, Maddie K, Barra, Chimera, Casey B, Taylor M, Ricky R, Chris O, Coco, and the obligatory Check Out the Aquarium Guys podcast, and Chapman. Thank you to each and every one of you, you beautiful Patreons. You guys drive this podcast. And if you guys, anybody else listening there, want to be crazy and supporting us too, we have a Patreon. Links down below got a $3 tier, a $10 tier, the current tiers, and you get put in for a monthly drawing for some booster packs at the $3 tier. At $10 tier is for a commander card that's valued like 15 to 20 bucks. A couple other perks is you get the unedited episode sent in the Patreon feed. You also get access to an exclusive Patreon-only Discord channel in our free Discord. So there's that. I think that's it currently that's good that's good 
check out Patreon. But if you're unable to or don't feel like supporting us on Patreon, you can also support us by sharing this episode with a friend, a play group, your LGS rival. It Getting us out in front of ears is always helpful. Another excellent way of supporting us is by rating and reviewing us on whatever podcatcher you're listening on. Another way of supporting us is checking out our amazing sponsor, J-Dub Sports Cards and Gaming. Let's hear an ad from them now. J-Dub Sports Cards and Gaming, located in West Acres Mall in Fargo, is your one-stop shop for all your Magic the Gathering needs. In the store, you will find a huge selection of sleeves, playmats, and dice for you to personalize your battlefield with. Along with having a large variety of singles in their display cases, there are also binders and boxes for you to browse through. That much selection means that you will always find something you are looking for. J-Dubs is also the place to gather to play a wide array of formats with friends in the community. There is Commander League on Thursday nights, Modern League on Saturday afternoons, and Legacy Leagues on Sunday afternoons. And who can forget Friday Night Magic every Friday evening. J-Dubs has it all, Amonkhet to Zendikar and ways to sleeve, shuffle, and spell sling. Now let's get back to the episode. Thank you, J-Dubs, for supporting us. Now, with that uh, podcast business out of the way, let's go to the breakdown where I will tell you how this episode is going to be structured for you. Starting off, we're going to go to the Boggle Desk. I'll be taking over the Boggle Desk with a quick salt report. We're going to be talking then about the SCG Cincinnati 5K Pioneer event. Going to just touch on a couple upcoming events. Then from there, a couple of news quickies ranging from Secret Lair to anthologies, some arena announcements, uh, arena renewal. Then we're just going to dive into Commander Masters here for a good hot bit. I imagine we're definitely going to get sidetracked in this one. After that, going to move to the Conjured Currency section where we talk about the greedy, greedy fi- finance prices. But more of playing the game. It's more of playing the game now than just talking. <laughs> And then from that, we'll be done. Y'all can go home, and we will see you next week. Mm-hmm. So let's go. Let's start off at the Boggle Desk then. Yes, Matt. Let's yeah. start. Yeah. So this week's salt report is a sugar report on my case because I got to play some arena this weekend, and I was playing Explorer because like a month ago, I'm pretty sure I was talking about it. I got the uh, Demir Rogues deck that I've been playing, and I've really been enjoying how that's going. So I'm at the beginning of July, I got reset to bronze, and so now I'm making my climb back up to gold because I think I made a gold two last month okay. with uh, with just rogues alone. So I'm going to see how far I can get this month with what's left of it. There you go. Hopefully I can make it to gold, but yeah. This rogues deck is fucking fabulous in best of one, best of two, bit of struggles there best of three best of three not best of two yeah best of three but i enjoy it uh attacking milling all very good cheap cheap spells to cast yeah (laughs) just fuck blue i got a list in the discord if you're interested uh check out check out the pioneer (laughs) check out the pioneer discord channel for that so Event results, we're going to talk about... We, there's no results for the J-Dubs RCQ that just happened this last weekend. I think that's going to come out later. And then hopefully we'll talk about it next week. But I do know that um, Casey, he got into the top eight and he was playing blue-white Lotus Field. Mm-hmm. And then Noah also got into the top eight. Nice. Oh, geez. What did Noah say? He was playing... Fuck. Fart spirits. He was playing spirits. Blue white. Uh, mono blue. Okay. 
So playing mono blue spirits, and I think he made. I think he said he got third or fourth. Pretty good. Yeah, very good. So congrats to both Casey and Noah, listeners of the podcast, for making it the top eight there. I don't know how large the event was, but I do know that there was a little bit of detail. So stick with us next week, and we will definitely be talking about that when we get those results. But speaking of results, let's talk about the 5K Pioneer SEGCon Cincinnati event that happened on Sunday. Starting off, we're just going to go with, well, I don't think this is in like uh, winner. Maybe it's in winner order. It's in 5-0. It doesn't say like first place and stuff. But so the first 5-0 deck we got is Mono White Humans piloted by Deshaun Johnson. Second place is Rakdos Midrange piloted by Jeffrey Silver. Third, which is five and one, Azoria Spirits, Jordan Small, Tarka Red, five and one, Joseph Schuster, five and one, Azorius Control, Mike Hadley, five and one, Mono Green Devotion, Sam Bogue, and Racto Sacrifice is another five one, uh, piloted by Theodore Jung. So the Mono White deck, pretty stock build here. You don't get a lot of I don't know. There hasn't been a lot of new cards, new play around for this kind of a deck since like ossification got added. And that's like the extent of it's just ma- good main deck removal that fits in to the deck. So that w- this was Swiss. That's why there's no one. Oh, this is the Swiss? Right. Yep. Yeah, I just looked at uh, MTG Melee. Okay, does so, it say who took the first place? Uh, no, first was... Well, first, technically, was Deshaun Johnson, but he went 5-0-2. And then Jeffrey uh, Silver also went 5-0-2. Okay. So they both had six, 17 points, and Johnson just got it because of his OMW was better. Okay. His percentages were just better, so that's why he got first, technically. There we go. So the Jeffrey Silver Rakdos midrange deck, again, nothing really to write home, no breaking the uh breaking the bank here it's very stock list blood tie of heart of the sirs croaksa misery shadow bone crusher giant graveyard trespasser shield of the apocalypse uh thoughtsies fatal push bunch of one of of removal here which is interesting a single dread bore single go for the throat single heartless act and a single power word kill two reckoner bank busters and it would not be a red deck without a full monty of fable of the mirror breaker <laughs> how long before that gets banned i mean it's banned in standard so we'll uh we'll see how long it uh sticks around it's probably on like some lists some watch lists yeah uh the azori spirits deck piloted by jordan small this one's kind of hard to like deviate from as well you just got Mausoleum Wanderers, Spectral Sailors, Rattle Chain, Shacklegeist, Supreme Phantom, Spell Quellers, Single Catilda, Car, uh, Spells to be cast in, Slip Out the Back, Spell Pierce, Lofty Denial, Geist Light Snare, Curious Obsession. Again, nothing to write home. This very stock-looking spirit stack here. And I think we'll just look at the Atarka Red here, and then we'll call that good, because this one I'm not as familiar with. It has Legion Loyalists, Monastery Swift Spheres, uh, Phoenix Chicks, a single Zergo Bell Striker, four Burning Tree Emissary, two Karizev Skyship Raider, the one that makes the little Regavan, <laughs> uh, Mig, Miglaz, Maze Crusher, 
It's the oil counter Phyrexian beast that came out in All Will Be One, where it removes, gains vigilance and menace, or remove one, it gets plus two, plus two, or it destroys an artifact or enchantment, depending on how much you remove. Uh, got a Reckless Bushwhacker and a single Samut Vizier of Naktamun, which has whenever a creature you control deals combat damage to a player, if that creature entered the battlefield this turn, draw a card. Very good for a hasty uh, a hasty board like this. Legion Loyalist Monastery Swiss Spheres. That's a very interesting tech. It's three mana, two, one. Or two, three. There you go. Then spell-wise, four Play With Fire, four Tarkus Command, four lightning strikes and four kimono faces kakazan no fable of the mirror breaker yeah not even in the sideboard here just check in so yeah this is a very interesting list or turkey red maybe just want to go cheaper possibly yeah with uh, that right there yeah because that right there so that deck is 187 dollars, and then the recto's mid-range is 550 yeah so definitely keeps it cheaper not having those fable of the mirror breakers that's not, that's probably why, because they're like, hey, we're going to go red green, so you don't really need... 84 for a playset, according to Goldfish, uh, mm-hmm. for Fail of the Mirror Breaker. Goddamn. Yeah, so right there is going to save you a pretty penny. So a uh, quick meta rundown here. Uh, 11%, 8 decks, was Nykthos Ramp. Which actually is mono green. It's mono green devotion. Okay. They, I was looking at that, I was like, I don't see any Nykthos Ramp titles in there for the decks but it's really mono green ramp with four nykthos trying to nix makes or, sense yeah and they got yeah, like nykthos, old growth troll kiora uh color of beasts or whatever to be untapping the nykthos to uh, make more mana so yeah elvish lenor elves old growth troll uh reborn and cabinets of thorns there we go mono white humans is the next most represented deck at 9.86%, seven total go. decks. Go. Azorius Control at 9.86, another seven decks. Fuck blue. And then 8.45% was Azorius Spirits. There were six decks of Other, which is just... Random yeah, jank. One of jinks that got put in here. How large was this event? Does it give a number? Melee probably gives the number of how large this event was. Oh, look. Total, 71 decks. There apparently. we go. It's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good size there. Yeah, mind you, this was a Swiss. Yeah, this was the Swiss. So this was after. Was there an event before the Swiss? It was a Swiss, then cut to top eight. Yeah, Swiss. Okay. Swiss based off uh, attendance, and then it'll be cut to single cut to single elimination top eight. There we go. So... But there's the SCG Cincinnati results. Links down below to read more on that. Mm-hmm. Next up, we have some upcoming events. Keeping it local, we have this Friday, the 21st at 6.30 p.m. at Magic Popper Tournament at JW Sports Cards and Gaming. Read the description here because it's very short, sweet, and to the point. If you love Popper, if you love Popper now is... Oh, geez. If you love Popper, now is your chance to play... In this great format, we will have a playset of foil counter spells from Strixhaven up for grabs, along with store credit prizes and promos. Standard set booster packs for participating entry is $10. That's pretty cool. Commas are very helpful. Commas are indeed very helpful. It's not words are hard, commas are important. English is hard. <laughs> so J Dubs has a popper event going Friday. Uh, 
I will not be attending because I don't have a popper deck. Either why, because I'll be on time. And then just quickly touching on Magicon Barcelona, because that's coming up here the 28th through the 30th in uh, Barcelona. We've talked about it before. They got a bunch of tickets and stuff available. Let's see. Presenting the official Magicon Barcelona party featuring Wooden Wisdom, Elijah Wood, and Zach Crow. What? Elijah Wood's going to be there, folks. Well, yeah. It's Lord of the Rings. That's why. Yep. Uh, also, they're going to be doing the $75,000 limited event, which is going to be Lord of the Rings. So, hey, if we got any listeners that are going to Barcelona, hit us up afterwards. Love to chat with you. And Mark Rosewater is going to be there. Get some experience. Hear of your experience being there and stuff. So that's what we got for upcoming events. I'm just currently looking through uh, the guests that are going to be there. It's probably just going to be like the full... The, the other full Monty, you're going to get all the names because the command zone is going to be there. They're going to be doing a game nights. I think it was mentioned that Gavin Verhey is going to be. Yeah. Gavin Verhey is going to be there. Oh, he's yeah, um, for sure going to be there. Game night guys are going to be there. So Jimmy and Josh. Lady danger. Um, So the featured guests that are on the Barcelona's website right now. So we have Andre uh, Mangucci, Ben Ulmer, Charlotte Sable, Emily Floyd, Philippa Carlone, Carla, Gav Verhe, uh, Graham Stark, Gray Highsmith, Hairless, or Har- Harless Snyder, Holly Conrad, Jacob Ben, uh, Bergerad, Burnt, Burt Red, James uh, Turner, like I said, Jimmy Wong, Josh Lequai, Catherine DeVere, Lady Danger, Mark Rosewater, Nelson Solovub, um, Ovito Cartagena, Rachel Weeks, Sam Gagalu. Okay, I'm butchering all these names. I'm sorry. Very butchered. Uh, Verge, uh, Verge, Wake, uh, yeah, Jaeger. Uh, we have Spice 8 Rack. Oh, there we go. Torolf Severin, uh, Tim Wilby, and Wooden Wisdom. So the featured artists, though, are going to be Bridget Rocca, Chris Rollis, Dominic Mayer. Edgar Sanchez Higolo, Iran Northstall. Wasn't she at Minneapolis? What, Maybe. What's, that, what's the name? Um, Arena. I don't think she was. Never mind. This one. Wasn't she? No, I don't yeah. think so. Jeff Lovenstein. Then we have Jasper Igson, John Avon, uh, Jonas Day Rowe. Then we have Justin, Justin and Alex, um, Alexis. Hernandez, wow, words are hard today. Uh, Justina Dura, um, Megli Villavino, sorry, but turn your names. Marco <laughs> Menvi, um, Marta Nell, Mika Hugan, uh, Mila Pesky, Randy Vargas, Richard Kane Ferguson, RK Post, Titus Lunder, Tyler Jacobson, Victor Amy. Add me and Wizard of Barge. There's a lot of artists. God damn. Yeah, and then That's there's... M- is that more than what was at Minneapolis, you think? How much you read there? So there was two, four, five, six, seven, eight. Doing the live math, the, the there's, visualization. There's, there's probably close to the same. I think there's probably 20 artists in Minneapolis. Okay. So I don't know. Probably. 
it's probably a little bit more, but a lot of these artists are actually from Europe. Which makes sense. So it's easier to travel across the borders there than flying across right, the ocean. Travel and a lot two, cheaper. Travel two hours and you're there. Yeah. Everything's so close over in Europe. Yeah, it is. So yeah, that's uh and then your typical Olivia, Gilbert Hicks, Roman, Pika, Thalia Vess, Tappy Toclaws, Teferi, and Yugo and Cosplay are all gonna be there for cosplay. Oh yeah, the uh, <clears throat> the cosplay contest is gonna be cool to see. Mm-hmm. I imagine there's gonna be a lot of the Lord of the Rings cosplayers. There. Oh, for sure. Watch Elijah comes out as Frodo. <sighs> That'd be cool. No fair Frodo, mind you. His his costume is probably worth a few million dollars. I wonder if he kept it. You know, like how Ryan Reynolds kept his Deadpool. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure you did. This but, is mine now. Yeah. So MagicCon starts in 10 days, 14 hours, 26 minutes, and some seconds. So get hyped. That's as this recording at 7.03 Pacific Time, Central Daylight Time. You will not be seeing us there. You will definitely not. <laughs> if you there in spirit, but not physically. Very much so. But that's the Boggle Desk. Are you ready to move on to the news? Sure. I suppose that's me. That is you. I thought I was blue. I'm blue. Oh, fine. Secret layers. Tonight at the top of the news section, we are going to go over some quick news quickies, starting with this reminder the summer Super Drop Secret Layer is still available until the end of August. Uh, This drop includes The Death is Temporary, Metal is Forever, with art done by our favorite Mark Riddick, more adventures in Middle Earth, showcasing art from the uh, 2000, not 2000, the 1978 animated series, uh, Goblin and Squabblin with art done by Wizard of Barge. Bad to the Bones with art by Ryan Quickfell. Se- artist series Ryan Richard Art uh, Ryan Alexander Lee. The Stars Gaze Back with art by Yu Mada Meta. And finally the featuring finally the featuring the ma- mountain goats, a drop of ten basic mountains all inspired by the la- band, not the land, the mountain goats. Um, each land has a few lines of a story, so check them out. Yeah, all these drops, cool. uh, all these drop individually. Individually are twenty nine ninety nine for non foil and thirty nine ninety nine for foils, with a few different bundles to get more than one drop at a time, ranging from seventy dollars all the way up to four hundred eighty nine, not including taxes. I can't remember. Was there a thing if you spent a couple hundred dollars or more? Free shipping, I think. That's it? No, because I remember the one time, I think the fall super drop last year, they had a free scarab, DJ Scarab God. Mm. They ain't doing one of those things with this. So get wrecked. I can't remember if they're, if they're, I don't think they are. Yeah, I think it would have been. Doing like po- a bundle, bundle bonus yeah. for like $200 or more. Yeah, I think there would have, po- I think there would have been a pop up at the top there to see that. So. Right. The next quickie we got for you is about the two anthologies coming to Arena today, July 18th, or tomorrow for those listening live to Don't the live recording. buy them. The first one is the Explorer Anthology 3, packed with 25 cards that will help expand the card pool to make the Explorer format one step closer to being Pioneer. A few of the notable cards are World Spied Worm and Xenagos God of Revels from the Indomitable Creativity Pioneer deck fame. There's also Deathrite Shaman and Thespian Stage, to name a few. Of course, the article the article has the full list of cards 
will be linked down below. But you could also go check out last week's episode where we go over all the cards from this anthology and the historic one, which I'll talk about next. Historic Anthology 7 comes out today as well, the 18th, or tomorrow to those listening live tonight, and also has 25 cards It will be that that'll be adding to the card pool for arena notably some cards are the five titans from the core 2011 so primeval frost inferno grave and sun titan are getting put into this anthology plus the five enemy horizon lands which would be like fiery islet silent clearing which tap take a damage add one of those colors or you can tap a mana tap that sack it draw a card both of these bundles will be available for 4,000 gems or 25,000 gold from July 18th until October 10th. You'll be able to use wild cards, of course, too, to get these cards when they release. Don't buy them. Yeah, so when you buy, when you buy the bundle, you get a playset of each of the cards. Uh, this time, it's just for the bundles being sold. So. Still don't buy them. <laughs> anyway... Moving along to more arena announcements. Along with the releases of these two anthologies, Watsy will be having Explorer Anthology 2 return for a limited time. The things I could say. <laughs> this will be the same cost of 4,000 gems and 25,000 gold. It should be or, not and. But will only be available for, from today until September 5th. Thank you, head editor Danny. A few notable cards you will see from this one are Nikthos, Shrine of Nyx, Edelin of the Great Revel, and Satar Wayfinder. If you missed out on buying this one, now is your time to pick it up. Remember, they could always use wild cards to craft any of these cards from any of the anthologies bundles once they release. So you don't have to buy them. Like I told you not to. Yeah, you're just using wild cards. Which, as we all know, is a rare commodity. I wonder if there's going to be an arena economy discussion again at some point. Probably not. People are still, you know, feeling the the effects of like, why don't we have dusting? Dustin takes away from the games. Like that's paraphrasing, but that's kind of the the roundabout way that they got there. It's like, hey, I'm going to go trade in my cards for a little bit of money so I can buy more cards or the cards that I want. Why don't we have that in digital format? Because that's what people want, and Wasi just wants you to spend money. <laughs> Danny is shaking his head right now. He is disappointed. Fuck <laughs> Please sponsor us. Next up, and then in I'll the... stop saying that. <laughs> Next up in the news, we're going to talk about the road to renewal. Renewal for MTG Arena's 2023 standard rotation article just dropped today. We'll be reading from this. So the road to renewal. Once again, Magic Arena's renewal season is just around the corner. We approach this time of change and new beginnings. We'll be rolling out celebratory gifts for all of our players, as well as some guidance for the coming year. It will all accumulate with the re- release of Wilds of Eldraine in September. This year's rotation will be different from previous years. Alchemy will still be rotating. However, Standard will not rotate. If you remember, they're talking back... Was it May when they made that announcement saying that arena is going to be or that uh, standard is going to be a three year rotation now instead of the two year? That was. Was that May or June? Yeah, that was May. Okay. Because we were done in Minneapolis when they announced it. That's May. That's right. Yeah, because that's when they were showing Wilds of Villadrain. Yep. So, yeah. 
that's going to be the thing there. And so we're going to talk about that now. The breakdown of what the current standard would look like starting in September will be Midnight Hunt, Crimson Vow, Kamigawa Neon Dynasty, Streets of New Capetta, Dominaria United, Brothers War, uh, Frexio Obi-Wan, March of the Machine. That's the current standard. So then next standard will have all that and then also including Wilds of Eldraine and three unknown, three unknown sets that uh, we'll probably find out more about in September. Alchemy then in September is going to rotate and the sets that will be legal would be Dominaria United, Brothers War, Phyrexia OB-1, March of the Machines, Lord of the Rings, Thrones of Eldraine, and two arena sets coming out at some other point. So this September, the sets from the 2022 Magic Year will be rotating out of Alchemy. They will remain legal in Magic's arena, non-rotating game modes, Historic and Explorer, and any formats that utilize the same card pool like those formats like Historic Brawl. Meanwhile, sets from the past year of Magic will remain legal in their current formats, where they will be joined first by Wilds of Eldraine, then the Lost Caverns of Ixalan, and others as just as the next year unfolds. The new feature this year is that Standard will not see the same rotation of the 2022 Magic year. Sets will instead rotate out every three Magic years than every two years. So what is renewal? Rotation is always a time of change, especially for new players who haven't experienced it before. To help with the transition, we highlight and celebrate this process with what we call renewal season. We'll be rolling out some special gifts and updates as we approach the new Alchemy Magic New Year. Starter decks. Along with our anthology release this July, we will retire the existing set of introductory two-color decks and roll out a new set. These decks will feature only cards from Dominaria United and forward. And this is only going to count for uh, Alchemy here. So they will be legal in the Alchemy format after rotation. New players will receive new decks with the color challenge with the color challenge and the onboarding quest line. As always, when a new player unlocks one of these decks for the first time, they will also receive all the cards from that deck to their collection. For existing players, these decks will simply appear in the starter deck folder of the decks tabs. Players who collected previous new starter decks will receive any cards from the new decks that they haven't already collected to make sure that they can take these decks out for a spin. Uh, jump in. These packets in the jump in event will also be rehauled for the new magic year. Packets using themes from the rotating sets will be retired, while remaining packets will be rev revised to contain only cards that won't be rotating out. This is in addition to the creation of new packets that will feature content from Alchemy Horizons Boulder's Gate. I, I, I don't know. We talked about that in one episode, maybe. Barely for like a second. Card rewards. After the release of Wild of Eldrans, individual card rewards received through daily win bonuses and events such as Midweek Magic will only include standard legal cards from the previous and new Magic year. Cards received from jump-in events will all be legal in Alchemy. Quick Draft. At this point, the schedule of Quick Draft events will mostly be made up of sets from Dominaria United forward. Quick Draft plays mostly be playing. Quick Draft players will mostly be playing and collecting only cards that can continue to be used in Alchemy or Standard in the fall. Appearing now in-game. You'll start seeing features in-game that specifically relate to rotation and renewal, like the Renewal Egg. 
At this point, players will see the renewal egg on the profile screen. This is both a reminder that rotation is coming and a package containing with something special rewards will kick off the Magic New Year. Hovering over the egg will show how much time is left until the rotation egg will hatch. Log in before rotation to make sure to get your renewal egg. Uh, transition transaction warnings when you attempt to buy packs craft a card or purchase a card style for cards that are rotating out the game will give you a reminder that these cards will soon rotate out and will ask if you still want to compete complete the transaction you're still welcome to of course just make sure what you know what you're getting into so early september while the veldrain release rotation the following sets will all rotate out of alchemy before the release of wilds of eldrain Midnight Hunt, Crimson Vow, Alchemy Innistrad, Kamigawa Ninine Dynasty, Alchemy Kamigawa, Streets of New Capenna, Alchemy New Capenna, Alchemy Horizons, Boulder's Gate. Cards from these sets won't be playable in Alchemy anymore unless they get reprinted, although they will still be allowed in Standard Explorer and Historic. Alchemy format now will include the past year of Magic sets plus yeah, everything that I've said before. As a reminder, no sets will be rotating out of standard. Standard will include the past two years of Magic plus plus the first set of the coming Magic year, which also covered there. Renewal rewards. The renewal egg that players receive before rotation will open in early September with the release of Wilds of Eldrain. First, you will receive 10 individual card rewards to get your post-rotation collection off to a strong start. This will include 5 rares from a non-rotating sets and 4 rares plus 1 mythic from Wilds of Eldrain. In addition, you'll get more Wild of Eldrain cards and packs added to your set mastery track as you earn mastery XP during the Wilds of Eldrain set period. You'll unlock these extra rewards. And a new year of magic is coming. Each magic year rotation brings new and exciting changes. The face of magic will shift, bringing new cards, decks to experience. We hope that this has helped you get ready for this new year's renewal season and all excitement that comes with it. Yay. Do you play Arena anymore, Danny? No. <laughs> I just had to reply back to Christian. Let's see. They give an animal flavor. Let them in the comments. I mean, the animal's in. Drink no. for each meow. Oh, make a whole game out of it. Surprisingly, not drinking alcohol tonight. I'm drinking the the new ultimate disgusting Coca Cola. It's supposed to taste like an experience point, and I enjoy it. I'm drinking bush peach. <laughs> I'll take a Coke over that. It's actually not that bad. It's better when you're outside golfing, though. A lot of things are better outside when you're doing something else. Anyway, what's next? Uh, no, what's next would be talking, I guess, about Commander Masters. Yeah. And how to collect them. Or actually, what's all going to be in them. So, Commander Masters, like we do with every other set that ever comes out, uh, we do a little quick rundown of what to expect or see within them. If you have not been looking at the spoilers that have been releasing since the 12th. I think the full set is spoiled, fully review, previewed. Just the decks aren't. We're waiting on three decks yep. as of time of recording. Yep. 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 So the first one that came out was the sliver deck. It's online. You can look at it. Um, But yeah, so... I guess reading from the article. Uh, Commander. What? One more to say. Uh, one of the most popular magic formats. We know you love Commander and we love it too. To celebrate the, this format of legendary creatures and legendary stories, we'll be releasing Commander Masters. 
the very first master set dedicated to Commander. We have powerful reprints, returning legends, and four ready-to-play decks bring Manor- Commander Masters to life on August 4th. Um, whether you're a longtime Commander player or just picking up the format, Commander Masters has everyone's every, everything players love in one jam-packed set. Like Matt's favorite dragon. Along with everyone else. Nicobolas. I still think Dramoka's better. Um, <laughs> who who almost took over the multiverse? Dramoka? He controls on your turn what you can play. <laughs> so he's better. Um, so you can pre-order now at your local store. Not Amazon. Um, so the, so the, t- just a quick tabletop, uh, Gaudi for those who are doing magic command masters will be legal in legacy vintage commander and all and other eternal formats. So that's not including modern. It includes Oathbreaker. Cause that's kind of more of a commander ish deck set. Yep. Um, but yeah, nothing like nothing before newer than modern will Easy. be legal. So um mtg arena label uh, oh, wow legality words are hard command masters will not be on arena thank you very much um even though they have brawl but yeah but i don't know incorporating commander cards that means like a lot of these they're gonna have to like do the the multiplayer they're, on there they're gonna of... they're gonna put it on alchemy i mean yeah they that'd be my guess they're, like they're gonna put an alchemy but here's the important dates for this. So debuts and previews began last week on the on the 11th. Uh, Commander deck previews started today of recording. I'm going to the 20th. Card image galleries are complete on the 21st, so everything will be out. Um, pre-release, pre-pre-release with loading ready run will be July 21st. WPM preview and store preview events start July 28th through the 30th. Um, then we have Command Zone Podcast Extra Turns Gameplay August 2nd, which my guess is going to be the actual gameplay of the four decks. Probably. Does it say that's going to be at Gen Con? Because that's the week of Gen Con, right? I'm not sure. It just says... I'm just reading the list of things. Right. And then Global Tabletop Launch is August 4th. So, um, Command Masters releases again August 4th. Uh, will be available at your local game stores, online through Amazon, and elsewhere magic products are sold. Command Masters contains 130 commons, 135 uncommons, 135 rares, and 35 mythics. All the rares of the rares and mythic rares, 53 of the rares and 15 of the mythic rares are legendary. The great old prismatic piper is also returning to Commander Masters. I think it's- as a bonus card. It, it shows up in one in every six packs. Yep, I one in it, six packs. Okay, it, it does say that there. Okay. Yep. I was about to yeah, say, oh, I, I'm trying to resist. Yeah, I, me- I was reading this earlier. It said one of six packs. Okay. You'll have Prismatic uh, Piper because of draft. Um, Because this is a draft set, technically. It, the so, focus is really on draft here. Right, that they yep, made. yep. Um, I know last week, uh, Gavin Verhey and Blake Rasmussen went on a weekly MTG on their twitch page and gavin was letting you know this is draft oriented he he gave all of the uh two color combination like yep. their archetype and stuff of what they're for so like is it his spell slinger 
Yeah. Semica's ramp, et cetera, et cetera. So he was doing that. Yeah. Uh, one thing to know as well, because I have been seeing a lot of people complaining about like an upshift of insurrection from, you know, rare to, to mythic. Mm-hmm. It's because of the limited format. Like they, right. they shift rarity of cards a lot of the time for limited play mm-hmm. as well as, you know, like tossing popper a bone every once in a while. Right. But insurrection got it. I don't, I don't think it was stated anywhere, but insurrection got upshifted to a mythic because of it being drafting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that would be a fucking, that would be a slug fest if that was at rare, because you'd be seeing it more frequently. Right. And then people would, Whenever they saw it, they had dropped it, even though they only could have one at a time. No, you... And, okay. well, I suppose this yeah, draft, so, you can have multiples, can't you? Yeah, so a uh, quick reminder of what Commander Draft is. Unlike, So it's a 60-card deck that you build with uh, three packs, and each of these draft packs come with 20 cards. You pick two cards per pass of the pack around the draft table. So that's why you, you can get as much cards as you want. Um, so 60 card decks, you pick two per pack and you got to pick commanders and your deck has to follow the color identity of those commanders. New rule that is just happening currently in the limited environment of Commander Masters draft is if you have a monocolored legend, it has partner with yep. another monocolored legend even though it's not written on the card you treat them you can treat them as though they had partner so that way you can that have is true two color things and hence the prismatic piper coming in here because you can partner that with insert whatever urza lord high artificer if you drew that you know drafted that so you got urza and whatever color um as, as the draft so yeah and you can have as many copies as you want of a card in draft so this is this is where you know y- you can get i don't lightning bolts on in here i'm trying to think of like a good example like uh is oh fucking one of the swords of plowshare i think swords of plowshare is in here fucking swords of plowshare mm-hmm. you can have like two or three copies of that and then your deck is just going to be fucking killer and shit so Right. Yes, you can have multiple copies of cards when you draft Commander Masters. But yeah, so that's going to be fun. Um, now moving along to some of the fun you'll see in these oh. decks. Quick side tangent. Christian wants to know, what is your opinion on that for the part, the monocolored? I'm fine with that. And should this be outside of draft legal? Uh, that's rule zero. There you go. That's, no, that, that's, exact, that's exactly what Gavin and Blake said in in their Twitch, on their Twitch video, is like, hey, this is this is the rules for for draft, and if you play group wants to change this for tabletop, rule zero. Yeah, my, it's that's always going to be the rule zero. It's like, hey, talk to the people you're playing with. My my, my words were going to be, we already have that. It's already outside of draft. It's called rule zero, <laughs> right? So always rule zero. We're on the same page here. Yeah. Rule Zero does a whole lot for playing Commander. It's a tabletop game. Like you, you have rules, so you have structure. Because otherwise, it'd be fucking chaos, and no one would want to play this game anymore. So you, you have rules as to like, hey, these are the bounds of this balloon. Let's see how far we can go before we pop it. But we just gotta make sure we don't pop it. So that's Rule Zero. Yeah. 
And like nine times out of ten, everyone's going to be cool with whatever decision you, that you make there. If you do pop it, just put some duct tape on it and air back up. Air it'll back up. You it'll got be this. fine. Okay, but, but anyways, more fun that will be found in these boosters. Uh, we have, I don't know if they've done this art before, this style of art before, right? I'm pretty sure they have. The profile? Yeah. No. Well, then we have a new prof- We have a new art form. Uh, or uh, art style. We have the profile pictures of some uh, legendary creatures. So the first one that everyone saw was the Ur-Dragon. Looks good. Right? Got a nice little side profile of the beautiful face of the Ur. Um, then we have um, Silvala, Heart of the Wilds. Another solid monogreen soldier elf scout. Um, Matt has the other ones pulled up. We up oh, oh. right there. Scroll up a little bit. Hold on, I was just gonna because those one that list is. I'm pretty sure that's all of them. They only have nine, ten, uh, ten profile ones because those ones are one, two, no. three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, there's more. There's more profiles than than what was down there. So yeah. Okay. Well, the new here. I'll just go in order the way that they've been spoiled. So the newest one that's been spoiled, or the last one that was spoiled, was Gisela, Blade of the Good, uh, Gold Knight. Uh, then we have Marin von Klonel Tolf. That's a mouthful. Uh, I kind of oh, wish Marin, that... uh, Marin of Clan Neltoff. That's uh in German. Oh, that's why it's a mouthful. <laughs> it's like what the fuck? Christian's ears were burning when you spoke. Was that, that bad? Was that bad, Christian? Let me know. Uh, next up, I wish they had gone Avison a profile, but they didn't. It's kind of sad. They <laughs> was it good or well, was it, was it good. bad? Yeah, you asked him, was it good? Okay, that's the question. So Perfect. He's saying yes. Uh probably the nicest one that they have is the Urza Lord of the Artificer, uh, Lord High Artificer. Yeah, it looks pretty good. That's such a sharp looking beard. It's. He gets Urza. He gives you some beard envy there. Right. Um, then we go down to um, Mixus, the Unhollowed. The KS, the KS. Unhollowed. Um, then we have Azami, Lady of Scrolls. I'm scrolling through this. I don't know where Matt's at, technically. Uh, the Whatever the list on Scryfall uh, is. For well, him, I'm so. on Scryfall too, but I'm just going through the list list. Oh. Um, then we have Tolerand, Sky Summoner. The poor little Drake on his head. Ty, uh, Tysa Carvel. Tysa Karlov. There we go. I'm bad with names. I got you, boo. We do have the money card, though, just because I'm going through all this. We have probably the highest name worth of reprint. Sunquad Lord of Wu. He's, he doesn't have a profile. I'm just saying this is oh, okay. the oldest card that is getting reprinted is Sun Quan, Lord of Wu. Yeah, Portal 3 Kingdoms reprint here, baby. How is he not? I thought he was on the reserve list. No, Portal 3 King. It's like Imperial Seal, uh, Imperial Recruiter, like how those just never got reprinted into a set because Portal 3 Kingdoms, it's not on the reserve list. There's no mm. cards from that on the reserve list. Um, they just... Portal Three Kingdoms. Well, there we go. We we now have a reprint of Sun Quan. A three hundred dollar card is now probably going to be like 20, 30 bucks. No, 
it's still gonna be three hundred dollars. No, look at Imperial. I'd say look at Imperial Seal, but like deduct some because Imperial Seal's a tutor. You know. So Sun Quan, well, the Portal Three Kingdoms is ninety nine dollars on TCG right now. Oh, okay, okay. What's the the pre sell for um, Commander Masters? While he's looking those up, other uh, profile cards are Yuriko the Tiger Shadow, Maelstrom Wanderer, <clears throat> Kaikar Winds Fury, Omnath Locus of Mana, Azusa Lost But Seeking, Neheb the Internal, Grenzo Havoc Razor, Kemba Ka Regent, Christian, for you, Ulamog the Ceaseless Hunger, Morpheon the Boundless, and Kozilek the Great Distortion. His was the worst. Kozilek? Yeah. What makes that worse? I that is the worst profile, just because Kozlik has no face. I mean, it's an Eldrazi. So he has a nub. It's a little fucking nub with some There's been a lot shit. of non-PG jokes <laughs> made about him. I have not seen those, so I don't I've know. Heard, I've, maybe this is me and Keegan, but... Penis lot, jokes? Yes, there's Lovely. a lot of penis jokes about him. But anyways, uh, Sun Quan, Lord of Wu, with Commander Masters coming in oil f- uh, foil etched. Near mint foil etched is selling for $360. But the non-etched, the one that people will want, get their hands on way at readily here. Um, so, Commander Masters is sitting at $84. Normal one, $84. Oh. Sun Quan got a From the Vault reprint. Oh, yeah, Legends. Yeah. So how much was you saying the normal one was? 84. 84? Yep. Yeah. yeah, okay. But yeah, that's going to be uh, interesting. So everyone can calm down. Crater Hoof is being reprinted. Crater Hoof is. Deflecting Swat. I like new Deflecting Swat. Okay. Have you, have you seen the alternate art for that one? Yeah, I was. Uh, does it talk about those ones there? The um, the the frame break card, like what this style is. I'm assuming that you're you're talking about. Uh, there. so there's gonna be the borderless art, and then we have the frame break. Yeah, let's cover let's cover the frame break here because those are. According to Wizards, going to be extremely rare. Yep, and they can only be found in collector boosters. Um, so, speaking of that, so the, the borderless frame break, uh, these are the cards that are so iconic they can't be contained in the card frame, um, which means the art is going to be over anything that it is in front of or therefore behind. Um, so if there's text behind the art or in front of the art like a borderless would be, the frame break actually sitting on top of. So it doesn't matter where it's at. It's literally in cover. It's going to look like misprint um, basically. Um, so again, these the border busting art that breaks outside the traditional magic card frame, this dazzling treatment will be seen on cards like Jude Lotus, which is now sitting at $900 in the borderless break, the, the borderless frame break. Is sitting at like nine hundred dollars right now, um, but you can also find these uh, borderless treatments in every Commander Master booster, um, which is weird. Um, I don't know why they're saying that. Uh, there are 12, 12 uh, break cards, one uncommon, five rares, and six mythic cards. 
um yep. borderless cards uh just your traditional extended art basically uh do you get the full list of the frame break cards or you want me to read them i got the list right oh here. you can go ahead so the five rares are the free commander spells so flawless maneuver which is the white one where if you have your commander you can cast for free and creatures you control gain indestructible mm-hmm. fierce guardianship which people clearly losing their minds that over. one is sick uh let's take a look and see what tcg players pre-selling this one at bump by on tcg player a whopping 35 dollars no, that's just, just the kidding. normal one. I was just kidding. It's, <laughs> they don't it's have so it. expensive, there is no price. They don't have it. But it's like Narset protecting uh, a couple people. Soldiers. Yeah, and stuff, and it looks really good. So they got uh, Fierce Guardianship, Deadly Rollick. So so Fierce Guardianship is basically uh, vi- um, yeah, Violet in Incredibles. Yeah, the, the art there. Mm-hmm. Incredibles, great movie. I've only seen it like 17,000 times because my two-year-old. Oh, your two-year-old knows what's up. I love she it. sees Baby and watches, wanted to watch Babies. <laughs> she wants to be Jack-Jack? She wants to watch Jack-Jack. Fucking right. Uh, so the other ones are Deadly Rollick, which is the black free spell. If you have a commander, it's free. Exile Terrier Creature. And then there is um, Obscuring Haze, which is free unless Come you have on, a Matt, commander. say it. Let's tr- let's try my German here because they only have the German printing. So Christian, let me know. Uh, Verbergender Dunstrainer. I can't read it this far. That <laughs> was so bad. Oh my god, Christian, I'm so sorry. But yeah, and so prevent all damage that would be dealt this turn by creatures. Oh my god. <laughs> no, it was terrible. <laughs> I can't read that. So those are the five but, but the soul ring. Oh, deflecting the, swat. The, well, yeah, the deflecting swat is sweet. I want the finale devastation. Yes, the finale devastation looks so good. Just because just it's all the dinosaurs popping out of the card. Yes. The soul ring is to die for. With art done by Mark Poole. Yep. And then the jeweled lotus. The jeweled lotus, yep. That's the other frame break one. Uh, Insurrection also has a frame break card. Mm-hmm. Balefire Dragon has a frame break card. Yep. Smothering Tithe has I one as well. Her. And yes, the last one here. Because this favorite black card. Because this art looks so fucking good. The Demonic Tutor. It's a demon possessing, looks like Liliana the Veil. I think, yeah. I think I saw a Reddit post where people were like, is this actually Liliana? But I don't think it, it is. It could be because she doesn't have her Planeswalker spark. Very possible then. So those are the frame breaks. Those are a lot rarer to draw. Yeah. I don't know. Does it give does it give odds like how often you can get them in a um, collector booster? Probably at the end. Okay. Um so Sally Forth. But with that, so that's borderless cards. So we have now textured foil and foil etched cards. Yeah. Um originally these appearing in Double Masters 2022, the textured foil treatment returns for the Commander Masters along with foil etched treatment, featuring unique opportunity to the foiling process, approach to the foiling process. Textured foils add extra flair to our borderless treatments. Uh, there are ten textured foils in Commander Masters, all nine of the borderless profile mythic rares, plus 
the jeweled lotus. Of course, it has to be the jeweled lotus. So why wouldn't it be? Those mythics are Kozilek, Morpheon, Ulamog, Urza, Silvala, Omnath, Neheb, Micaeus, the Ur-Dragon, and as Danny said, the Jeweled Lotus. The expensive one. Yeah. Have you ever felt a textured one? I have not, but I've seen- Textured? Yeah. Like, remember in Double Masters 2, like you could open up one of the, it was the Eldrazi that were textured. Maybe it's not texture. I'm thinking maybe foil latch because foil latch are also yeah, yeah, they have a texture, but these are like a special. Kind yeah, of... I don't think of. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had an actual textured one. Garrett has touched one, if I'm not mistaken, as well. I think He's... Anthony. I didn't touch it. Garrett did. <laughs> I think Anthony traded and an... Anthony quit touching that. Ulamog. Of course, you'd touch Ulamog. Yeah, <laughs> he loves those. Uh, God loves those tentacles. The per- bluey ones that are all bruised up, mm-hmm. <laughs> but those ones are in textured, and so I'm you, can, you so with the f- textured and all the foil etched ones, you can see those like um, just for examples, Lantex capturing a capture of Ziggo, uh, Ziggo's Ziggo, uh, the blue blue three sorcery taking extra turn after this one, and then the medallions. Oh yeah, yeah. We haven't even talked about like reprints. We yep. we gotta get back to doing like bonus set review episodes yeah, we do. here. Yeah, we do. Um. So as with Double Master Twenty Two, each of each of the hundred thirty five rares and thirty five mythics will be in the foil etched versions, or you can find them. Um, with a matte frame and a special varnish to give them a special gleam. Uh, these treatments can be found exclusively in Commander Collector Boosters. Uh, the best place to get all of the amazing treatments in this release. Now moving along to everyone's favorite art form. Not really. Uh, extended art cards. Uh, in collector boosters, you'll be able to find find extended art versions of cards in, uh, from the Commander Masters Commander decks. Uh, these cards offer an extended look at the artwork of these new to magic cards. So... Th- the three that were spoiled right away, not really spoiled, but the big ones. Um, so we have Anika. Um, how do you say her name? An uh, Anikthia. There we go. The demigod hand of Erebos. Then we have Sliver Grave Mother, and then we have the Eldrazi. Zola Duck. Void Gorger. But yeah, so you'll be able to find those. Um, most most of the new to magic cards from Commander Masters Commander decks will be available in Collector Boosters. However, Planeswalkers and Sagas do not have extended art frames. Therefore, five of these new cards will or do not appear in this slot. Um, there are thirty five extended art cards in Commander Masters, twenty eight rares, seven mythics. And now we have the return of the retro frame basic lands. Everybody loves these. I love the Elena Damer or Danner. Elena Danner. Yep. Yeah, the island. They are photographic quality art. They look good. They are amazing. So it looks like the three artists are Elena Danner, Rebecca Goy. I was was getting there, bro. Okay. I thought you were just going to keep fangirling over (laughs) Elena's art. (laughs) You were fang. And rightfully so. Elena Danner has some. Bangers. She has very realistic, uh, realistic art for the environment. Um, again, like Matt was saying before I stopped him, Rebecca Goy also has 
some art for all these, along with Mark Poole as art for all five lands. I think of notes for these ones. Uh, Mark Poole with his lands, he does like a little shooting star in the background of them, and you can see them all for his lands. Oh, nice. I didn't notice that. Yeah. That's like his signature? Yeah, that's like one thing that he does. I don't know if these are like reprint lands of his. I don't think so. Like he's done, I don't think he's, this art has shown up on any other land. Okay. But correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm not going to scroll through a bunch of basic lands just to confirm this or not. So these certain lands can be found in collector boosters and set boosters and collector boosters. You don't have to just buy the expensive ones, um, both in traditional foil and non-foil. So where can you find all these sweet arts? So let's break this down. Um, Break it down for me. Shut up, man. Uh, So where can I find it? In draft boosters, you will can find the traditional foils. Um, you won't find you won't find foil uh, foil etched or textured foils in either draft or set. Those are only reserved for collectors. Um, so with traditional foil cards, you can find one in every pack for the draft boosters. Um, one to two in every pack for the set boosters. Collector boosters, you have nine through nine to eleven. Um, for the foil edge cards, you can find one in every pack, and textured foils, you'll find one in 4% of packs. There we go. The numbers that we care about. Yep. Um, so moving along with some more of where can we find it, borderless cards. Um, you can find them in some packs in draft boosters, at least one in every pack in set boosters, and then five in every pack for collector boosters. Borderless frame break. Uh, you can find these in draft boosters. Um, you can also find you can find the frame break and draft boosters. Or this frame break you can find in draft boosters and set boosters in some packs. It's okay, not sure what kind of pull that is, but super rare. They, Probably because it was stated these are the, the frame break are the rares though, right? No, no, they, the textured are the rarest. Then it's the frame break, right? I have no idea. One, one of the you'll, two. You'll have to you have to go back a few minutes and listen. Yes, see if we noted that. Um, also, a frame break, a borderless frame break, you can find in some packs of the collector boosters. So now we go to borderless profile. I just want to take a quick pause. That's actually exciting that you can get frame break in a booster, like draft booster, like yep. or set booster, like you just you just won't find the foil ones. Uh oh. Okay. Okay. Like the foil edge to the textured, you can't find those. You can find traditional foils, possibly, in those. But you won't be able to find the special, the special foiling. To the to the lucky ass kid that gets some of those uh, <laughs> frame breaks. Good on you. Yep. So moving on to so borderless profile, you can actually find those in draft boosters, set boosters, and collector boosters. Now we go to the extended art commander. You will not find those in draft or set. You can only find those in collector boosters, and you'll have one in every pack. Oh, that's cool. Retro Lance. Apparently, you cannot find those in draft boosters, but you can find them in set boosters. Um, one in every pack. Uh, traditional foil in 20% of the packs. And then it is uh, one traditional foil in every pack of collector booster. And now, just to go over the overview of some of the products, we have set boosters again for this one. Um, so you'll have... Again, one basic land and a 20% chance that it's a non or a foil. Um, these are lands that are going to be retroframed. Um, so one borderless common or uncommon, four commons, two non-legendary commons, uncommons, 
uh, one legendary uncommon, one legendary uncommon in 50% of boosters or a non-legendary rare or mythic rare. Um, then you have, there's two wildcard slots, um, which include rares, mythic rares, borderless rares, borderless mythic rares. Um, then you have a one legendary rare or mythic rare, one legendary rare or mythic rare, and one traditional foil rare, uh, foil card. So, yeah, there's a lot of stuff in that. Also, you can have one token, add card, or card from the list. Uh, so the list is returning. Um, the list. And then you have one art card with gold stamp, art signature, and 10% of boosters. So, yeah, there's that. Then we have the wonderful draft boosters, which we need to buy a box for the podcast and do a draft. Yes. I still got a box of uh, OG Commander Legends. Yes. No, I took that home. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, draft boosters. The breakdowns: eleven commons in every six booster. One common is replaced with the Magic Piper. Um. Yeah, the slivers are two hundred dollars, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I that's when we when we move to the prices. That's that's as cheap as you'll find it. Did that just start today? Yeah, probably. So people that got their pre-orders in before this, okay. Yeah. When we get to the prices, we'll talk. I pulled this up because I don't know, because they're not going to talk prices in the actual article. Probably there. not. So I figured when that's all done, it's like talk prices. And yep. my sticker shock was visible. <laughs> well, that I, I assume that's what the price is going to be. It's only $2 a card. Think about it. I mean. Actually, it's a $1.90 a card. I mean, you're not wrong. But anyways, uh, so with Commander wrong. Master Booster Packs, just traditional Draft pack, eleven commons, three legend non legendary cards, two legendary uncommons, um, one legendary rare or mythic, one non legendary rare or mythic, and then one non legendary uncommon, and two thirds of boosters or one non legendary rare or mythic booster, a mythic rare, and one third of boosters, and then collector boosters. This is the hot topic. There are only four packs in a box. To the surprise of nobody, I guess. Right. Um, so with these collector boosters, each booster contains four traditional foil commons, two traditional foil uncommons, one traditional foil basic land in retro frame, two non-foil borderless commons or uncommons, one traditional foil borderless common or uncommon, one traditional foil rare or mythic rare, one foil etch rare or mythic rare, one non-foil in twenty or eighty percent of boosters, or traditional foil in twenty percent of boosters, extended art rare or mythic rare for are from Commander Masters Commander decks. Note that Saga and Planeswalker cards do not receive extended art treatments and do not appear in this slot. Uh, we have one non-foil borderless rare or mythic rare. One traditional foil or textured foil in 4% boosters, rare or mythic rare. Uh, and then we have one traditional foil double-faced token. So. The card that everybody's clamoring for, the double-faced tokens. Exactly. <laughs> Double-sided ad. And then for the commander decks, odds, uh, you get one ready-to-play 100-card commander deck. Um, so it's going to include two traditional foil not new to magical legendary creatures that can serve as your commanders, your deck's commander, eight non-foil new to magic rare specific to the deck, 90 non-foil magic cards including basic lands, then you have one foil etched display commander print 
on thicker cardstock, so you can just have as your placeholder. Uh, one collector booster sample pack. This will include one non-foil or traditional foil extended art or borderless commander master's rare or mythic rare card. Uh, one traditional four foil borderless commander master's uncommon or common. Uh, also 10 double-sided tokens. And then a cardboard deck box and spin life counter. I do want to say, if I'm not mistaken, I think that collector booster sample pack has some of the cards that are like you can only get in there. Mm-hmm. Like non-foil extended <clears throat> arts of some of them. So yep. they, they hold a bit of a primo as well on top of that. Yep. And then for those who don't know what the decks are, we go to Eldrazi Unbound. So they're obviously colorless, um, led by uh, Zolobadok Void Gorger. Uh, color spells, colorless spells you cast from your hand with mana value 7 or greater have Cascade, Cascade. He's a 7-4. Then we go to Enduring Enchantments, which is um, Anita Thelia Hand of Erebos, which is green, blue, white, or green, black, white. Um, and she has Menace. Other enchantment creatures you control have Menace. Uh, whenever she enters the battlefield or attacks, exile up to one target non-aura enchantment card from your graveyard. Create a token that's a copy of that card, except it's a 3-3 black zombie creature in addition to its other types. And all three of the, all these commanders are going to come in your traditional foil, your foil etch uh, display commander. So that's what you can, your box, your cardboard, and then the extended art, which is pretty cool. Next up, we go to Planeswalker Party, led by Commodore Golf. Or Guff. 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 He's red, white, blue. Also an envious beard. He's a redhead. Uh, anyways, he has a sack ability at the beginning of your end step. Put a loyalty counter on another target planeswalker you control. His plus one is create a 1-1 one, one red wizard creature token with tap ed red. Spend this mana only to cast a planeswalker spell. Uh, as neg three is you draw X cards and Commodore Guff deals X damage to each opponent where X is the number of planeswalkers you control. Uh... And then Commodore Guff can be your commander. He is starting loyalty is at five. So he, he's gonna be a pretty solid commander. I wish he was kind of a five color though for Planeswalkers. And then everyone's gonna be your favorite deck is the new Sliver deck, Sliver Swarm, led by the Grave Mother. Uh, her ability as a legend rule does not apply to Slivers you control. It's Each sliver c- creature card in your Grievert has Encore X, where X is its mana value. And she has Encore 5. For those who don't know what Encore is, uh, you tap whatever Encore is. X all this card from your Grievert for each opponent. Create a token copy that's attack- that attacks that opponent this turn if able. They gain haste, then sacrifice them at the beginning of your next step. Activate only as a sorcery. She's gonna break a lot of. She's gonna break a lot of friendships. Slivers already break a lot of friendships. Yeah, because it's a fucking sliver deck, and now you got, you got this. I think I think we'll we'll force ourselves. It's not a force ourselves. We'll enjoy it. We're gonna do a set review for Commander Masters and stuff, and talk sure. you know, cards. Have a whole hour episode that we'll record separately. Yep, yep. So again, we'll have Andrazi's, Aldrazi's, Enchantments, Planeswalkers, and Slivers. So everyone's favorite two tribes 
and Typos are coming back. The Aldrazis and the Slivers. I mean, arguably, you know, Planeswalker. They, they, well, Planeswalker. Sorry, wonder. Like people love their uh, Planeswalker. I suppose since War Spark, Super Friends decks. But yeah, no. So these are the uh, Commander decks for every player releasing alongside Commander Masters. Um, lastly, Commander Masters is our love letter to the Commander community uh, with exciting reprints, new cards, and special treatments. We hope you're ready for the worldwide release of Commander Masters on August 4th, 2023. Commander decks, booster displays, and more are available for pre-order through online retailers like Amazon, um, through your local game store, and elsewhere Magic products are sold. Uh, Chris is saying in the chat, screw silver slivers, kill on sight. Oh, for <laughs> sure. I'm just saying, the OGs are coming back. Aldrazi. And slivers. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be aggressive. I'm now that the fractions the are the... dead, they need, Watsy needed to bring back the OGs. I'd, I'm excited to see what the um, Eldrazi deck has in store. Like, if if the cards are anything like what we just saw today with this sliver deck, whew. It, it, this, is, this is just, it's already going to be broken because it, the commander gives them cascade, cascade. Yeah, yeah, that cascade, 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 ca- like double cascade is good. As we all know, getting free spells is good. But I think we got to leave our thoughts for that bonus episode so we can jump into these prices and like gawk over the sticker, the, the sticker you, shock. You want to do that? I'll do. So we'll start. We'll start simple. We'll go with the commander decks here, uh, as was previously mentioned. Currently on Amazon. Uh, pre-orders for the Sliver Swarm deck is one hundred and eighty-nine ninety-nine, mm-hmm. and it's not like you know with the other commander decks that we've had with uh, Warhammer that had like a surged foil and stuff. So or... the reason this is gonna be the highest of all of them right now is because it's the only one that's been spoiled. Yeah, as of tonight, recording Monday night. Yeah, tomorrow there's gonna be another one spoiled. Uh, the Commodore Guff is going to be on the, li- the the weekly MTG live stream. Yep, and then Thursday and or Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, the Command Zone has Eldrazi. No, Command Zone has Enchantments. And is it MTG Mudsta that then has the other one? I have has no Eldrazi? idea. Something like that. But yeah, the Eldrazi. Well, it makes sense to have Slivers first and Eldrazi's last, or vice versa, rather than oh hey, here's the two big decks back to back, but. Battle of the dicks. So 189 for that one. Uh Eldrazi that's, Unbound. That's still nothing. My cat's deck is two hundred and some dollars. Like the Arabo deck? Yeah. Yeah. That's OG. And and like, and that that's the, that's because it's eminence. But it's still the deck is very one v one kind of deck. It's not a group deck. The Ur Dragon deck is super expensive. That's like in the two hundred plus dollar range as well. Yeah. But they weren't like that off the bat. It's no, like they where were, my sticker they were like shock $40. is $40. Yeah. Where my sticker shock comes from is like just out of the bat. Because then I was going to say Eldrazi Unbound, $80.23. This is what 23 when you MSRP off. Enduring Enchantments, $83.50. Planeswalker Party, $82.62. And if you want to buy all four decks on Amazon, the bundle is totaled three hundred and sixty nine dollars noise and eighty three cents buy the bundle and now let's talk 
prices of the boxes here. Yes. So the Commander Masters draft booster boxes, which gives you 24 packs, mm-hmm. $316.85. Hey, Matt. <laughs> guess what? 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 I did the math the other day for all these. <laughs> you did the math? Yeah, well, you did didn't it? see that? Oh, was it in the Discord? Yes. I missed that then. God damn it. Oh, where is it? Spoiler images only. Because I'm naughty like that. Chris, I might be spending money. Chris, we know you, you, you are caught up in these these cards here. They got okay. the shit. They okay. got everything you want, so, you need. Matt said said boosters are at 316. On Amazon. Um. So as of did I not put that one on there? I don't think I did. Dang it, I did the math for the set boosters. So set boosters is twenty-four packs. Oh, where's my calculator? Well, I was my doing- calendar. So for set boosters on Amazon right now, three hundred and ninety-six dollars seventy-five cents. I like that it says according on Amazon, like the the title, it shows how many cards you're going to be getting. So for twenty four packs, because remember, set boosters have less cards in there, so you're getting three hundred and sixty magic cards for three hundred and ninety six dollars and seventy five cents. Oh shit! And then for a draft booster box, you're getting more cards. You're getting four hundred and eighty cards for three hundred and sixteen dollars and eighty five cents. So that's sixty sixty six cents a card. So you're paying for set booster. Uh, set booster or draft booster? Set booster. Set booster. Or no, that's draft booster. Yeah. Sorry. As yep. I was going to say, it makes more sense for draft booster. More cards, less money. But this one has less cards that cost more money. So probably what? Like a buck 20? Buck 30? 11. Buck 11? Yep. Okay. Buck 11 per card on that. Now, Danny, what's the math on the commander? Collector boosters, which is four packs, so sixty cards total. Yep. For two hundred and twenty-seven dollars and three dollars and eight. Uh, three dollars eighty cents per card. Yep. God damn. But really, isn't that bad if you think of what's actually in those collector boosters? So you you are getting all the fancy arts. You are getting the fancy foils. You're speaking um, to the gambler habit oh, I, addicts. I, I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> but. You're, you are getting the money cards technically in the collector boosters because, well, also you are, you have the one in 60 chance of pulling the Holy Grail, the Jewel Lotus, the, yeah, the precious gem. Um, what's the, what are, what's the gem that, uh, Indiana Jones goes after? Oh, you're asking the wrong guy because I know Kyle, yeah. Kylo Ren's in uh, Indiana Jones, right? Sure. That's going to piss off Anthony, I know, when he listens to this. <laughs> yes, Matt. Yes. <laughs> yes. Suck it, Anthony. But no, it's really $3.80 per card in collector in a, com- a collector pack isn't that far-fetched in the grand scheme when, of things, when, when you break not. it down like that but it's the fact that you're paying 230 dollars for four packs th- of cards i think a lot of this, the the contention comes from like you're spending that much money for that many cards but you're not getting like the roi that you're expected for that it's like oh True. you know you're you're getting 60 cards you're paying three bucks and 
68 86 cents per card just you expect- just, just give gib cheats your money and just have him buy a box a box what does he have better luck than you uh have you not seen his polls i have not i've seen your polls you got stupid luck are you not part of the paradox facebook group i guess i haven't looked in a bit uh was it all will be one. He pulled what two or three serialized cards. Jesus Christ! Elish the Elish Norn serialized like alternate art yep, holds. Yep. Uh, can't remember the other one. The other big one too. It's like, yeah, oh, that guy has has luck. I am nothing compared to him, <laughs> which is saying a lot because you got the stupid luck out of everybody that I know. I don't know about that. You get the good shit. But yeah, there's those are the prices for it for the the sets. You know, we're gonna definitely advocate, and these un- unfortunately have like percentages off, like uh, standard, like what you'd be per- paying per box for the set boosters is four hundred and sixty dollars and sixty five cents currently on Amazon. It's fourteen percent off for three hundred and forty nine dollars eighty two cents for the draft boosters. It's like nine percent off, so you get three sixteen. Collector booster is $250, but uh, $227, so 9% off to get that as well. So it's like they, there's a little bit of savings on Amazon, which, you know, <laughs> I don't want to say support Amazon. Don't. I'm all for supporting But LGS. support like, your pocketbook the, if uh, you need to. Yeah. Like when it comes down to it, do what's the most financially re- responsible for you, you magic player, because this is an expensive hobby. There's no denying that, but it can be cheap, you know. Always check out your LGS. You know, they can do uh, they do trade-ins and stuff, so that way you can get some cards. You know, cycling cycling the cards through, man, that helps you get the stuff. And you know, Commander Masters is probably going to be one of those sets where you're going to see a huge influx of cards getting traded into LGSs for store credit to buy Commander Masters or oh, get like singles. Sure. And again, arguably, when it comes to Commander Masters, wait for other people to open the packs and then trade in for the singles. That'll save you a lot more money too, because a lot of these prices are going to go down. I imagine when we talk, when we, when we will, we will do a Commander Masters set review. We will also mention prices. Don't let Matt talk to you out of it, but you got to buy collect boosters because you you are chasing the Jewel Lotus. That Jewel Lotus, oh my god, yeah, and and notable, no serialized cards in the set. Thank God. Very interesting there. Which which makes sense because it is Commander Masters. So it shouldn't have had serialized serialized cards in it. It would have been interesting. Like what I don't know. Serialized cards just seems like something that was gonna be a thing in every set going forward. Maybe they learned their lesson. Maybe. But we're talking prices. We're running long on yeah, time. Yeah, Matt, there. let's play this game. So let's you can play lose. this game. <laughs> I have not read it. So this week we are going again again for the hundred and ninety fifth time. To Moxfield, not Moxfield, MTG Socks. Moxfield is another great website where you can put your dick list on and get actual real-life prices. Yes, check out Moxfield. Another great interview that we did like two years ago. Two years ago in March. Has it really been two years? Yeah, it was like March 2021. Damn. Yeah, dude, you fucking right on that shit. I complete bullshit. <laughs> um, so again... um. I'm not going to do Garrett's spiel. So we'll just go with the first one. Uh, In the Darkness, Bind Them. It is a... Uh, just Bind Them, okay. 
saga. Oh, okay. That right there should tell you why. Yep. Are you want to take a guess, Matt, before I even tell you what the card does? Read the card okay. for, for, for the listeners. Okay, the card in the darkness bind them is a enchantment saga. It is red, black, blue for two and two. Uh, chapters one, two, and three all create a three-three black wraith wraith creature token with menace. The ring tempts you. Oh, I forgot. This also is from Lord of the Rings. Uh, chapter four for each opponent gain control of up to one target creature that player controls until end of turn. On tap those creatures, they gain haste until end of turn. The ring tempts you. That's pretty good. It's sitting at. Currently sitting at a market of fourteen thirty six, averaging at fifteen ninety five. European is one ninety one. What is causing this inflection? I'm not gonna fuck this one up. It's Tom fucking Bombadil. Good job, Matthew. Now this is where you throw me for a loop. It's actually gonna be a a, a legacy deck with Tom Bombadil. <laughs> it's actually modern. No, it's it's all because of Tom. All because. Of, if it's Saga and Lord of the Rings, it's because of Tom. Yep. Tom Bombadil, baby. But yeah, no, it's any kind of Saga, if you see kind of influx in that, any of the kind of not top tier Sagas, but like tier two Sagas are going to go inflection because of Tom. He's just going to make them bigger and yeah. better. Look at any Saga, you'll see that it had an uptick in the last month. For sure. Like uh, the Horus Hearsay from 40K was sitting at 40 cents, 50 cents. It's now sitting at uh, 737. Jesus Christ. Okay. Yep, there we go. So yeah, it's going to be... He's breaking a lot of sagas. Next up, uh, number two, we're seeing uh, seeing um, Falijas Werf- Wayfinder. Wayfarer. What's it called? Uh, F-A... Folly... Folly... Aja... That's F-A-L-L-A-G. Flaggy. Flaggy, there we go. Wayfarer. Sitting in 930, nah, 393, sitting at 177% increase. Also, also forgot to say, In the Darkness, Bind Them has risen 650%. What are you doing, sir? Just want to see what the card looks like. So they uh, are... A human scout, 2-4, his, abil- his abilities read, uh, Wayfarer is all colors. This ability does not affect its color identity. Um, it has multicolor spells you cast, have, convoke. I'm looking at this card. Multicolor spells, what? Is there a multicolored spell thing that's big right now? I'm gonna. I'm just going to stab and say Commander. Just universal commander. I don't know what card. Commander. Yes. 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 Correct. Well, what's the um, So, uh, we have this. So, we here we have the creature from Commander Masters Dominaria United that technically isn't multicolored, but still is. Color identity is green, but it still counts as multicolored, and the card clearly cares about multicolored spells, giving them Convoke. Um, it seems like the Convoke is kind of what's helping it. Um, this is seems to be going up because of commander play where Wayfinder isn't necessarily new. It's already saw play in the Jared um Cantharl, the Carthalion. five the five color planeswalker, and uh Jensen Carthalion, Druid Excel decks. 
which isn't surprising since they all appeared in the same Painbow precon. But it's also occasionally decks around uh, Angel of Rebirth or Miz- Niv-Mizzet Supreme. Um, yep, yep. But again, the uptick is because of Lord of the Ring cards. So what's Typical. Lord of the what's Specifically, the Lord of the Ring? Aragorn the Unifier. Aragorn oh, the Unifier. So what sure. he has is whenever you cast a white spell, create a 1-1 one, one, human white soldier creature token. Whenever you cast blue spell, scry 2. Whenever you cast a red spell... Aragorn, the Unifier deals three damage to target opponent, and whenever you cast a green spell, target creature gets plus four, plus four until end of turn. Okay, so just five color goodness deck from Lord of the Rings that this is going in. Yep, yep. Right. So two for well, two, baby. Technically four color. Oh, because he'd be your commander. Black. No, yeah, he's he doesn't have a black thing. Yep. Okay. He's okay. one of the few four color commanders. Good on that. Um. Next up, we have Living End. Sitting at $13.87, sitting with an increase of 96%. Why is that, Matt? Modern. Actually, market's at 1034. Um, Moving li- up to modern because Living End got a boost with uh, the Oofalance and whatever the other forest cycling guy that came out in Lord of the Rings. And I think it picked up a couple... Uh, it picked up a, co- a couple good W's in like challenges and like modern events this last couple weeks. So modern. It's it's modern, but it's not because of that. Not the living index. Well, it is living end, but because of cascade. No, I'm, okay. Because it's not because you can get around the suspend. Right, but living ends uptick because of those addition, right? Like those two new cards. Because um, that's like a 16-card land. I think the time that you weren't here, Anthony and I, we were talking about it on the podcast. Yeah, it's a 16-land like, deck. Yeah, that Oofalant, like grabs a mountain or whatever. Any, It's like mountain cycling, and so it can like grab any basic so land, non-basic the land deck that, The deck that they have, because yeah, two weeks ago, Andre Mangucci had posted a modern, modern power ranking giving Living Index the tier A status. There we go. So, yeah, it's because of modern. But it's because of the cascade, so you can get a round of suspend. And then, um, I guess cheap pickups. So next, the first one is coming from Premium Penny Stocks. This one's actually moving up. It's a Breach the Multiverse. Black, oh. black, five. Sorcery, each player mills ten cards for each player. Choosing a creature, not our Planeswalker card in the graveyard. Put those cards on the battlefield under your control. Then each creature card you control becomes a Frexian in addition to other types. This is a prominent card in GP Minneapolis. Or not GP Minneapolis. Uh, Magicon Minneapolis mm-hmm. for that standard event. So, yeah. Like I said, it's moving up. So, it's currently sitting at a market of 315, averaging at 286. So, pick them up before they go too much higher. Um, or sell them. So, not sell them. Just buy uh, next up, we have Root Path Perf- um, Purifier, Senate Art, sitting at 591, slowly moving down. Um, then we have the Ava Brock Caretaker, sitting at 585, slowly moving down. That's notable. That puts She's counters. It's a good old flip counter or flip spell. Makes your permanent sex proof when it's flipped. From Crimson Vow. There we go. Yep. So, yeah, that's this week's weekly winners. We'll make this uh, TCG bit super quick here because we're over time than what we wanted. Uh, TCG Snapper, go check them out. They're a price tracking website. Uh, you enter in cards that you want to get notified are moving up and down in price. 
really, really resourceful tool. You sign up, make a free account, you get 15 products that you can enter in. And if you, when you sign up and say that the guys at This Week in MTG sent you, they'll get three months free of their plus program, which will give you unlimited guards to add in. So highly worth checking out. TCG Sniper is amazing. And so there we are. We're at the end of this episode. So thank you to all you legendary magic folk for making it to the end of episode 195 of This Week in MTG. Thank you to our Patreons that think that this content that you just listened to is worth supporting. Also, big thank you to JW Sports Cards and Gaming for sponsoring us. If you're looking for anything magic related, check them out online. And now, Danny, do you got anything else you want to add to the end of this? No. There you go. Otherwise, other than do you want to lose to my uh, Ajani deck? There's something that's going to happen, I guess. Easily, I'm gonna lose. But uh, but yeah. Anyway, that's the end of the episode. See ya. Bye. Matt, shut up. Congratulations! You made it to the end of this week's episode of This Week in MTG. Your listenership means so much to us. Make sure to follow the podcast over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or on the podcatcher of your choice. You can watch the live stream recording of the podcast every Monday night at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time over on YouTube and twitch.com slash thisweekinmtg. If you would like to get in touch with us, you can send us a message to our Facebook, Twitter, or send us an email at thisweekinmtg at gmail.com. For all these links and more, check out our link tree at linktr.ee slash thisweekinmtg. Thanks so much! Hit, hit, end. Just hit the end button. It's right there. You sometimes forget to even click it. Get it.